traversing the fields of geekdom. Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How's everyone doing? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. If this is your first time listening to The Geek Show, first of all, welcome. The Geek Show is a show where we take a break from all the news, all the yelling, all the screaming, and we talk about some fun things. We will talk a little bit about the big elephant in the room that is the coronavirus, but specifically we'll be talking about the technology aspect of it less than the political aspect of it. And as always, I have a jam-packed show. We're going to start off with the news of the week. I got fossils, I got Legos, I got Congress. Not exactly a good title, but Congress will be talking about that. Then we take a break and we get back. We talk about the fact that it is the weekend. We got some good movies coming out. But I will be saying the words Westworld about a thousand times because I'm so excited for the premiere of Westworld Season 3, Episode 1, on Sunday. We've waited a year and a half now, about a year, uh, since the last season, and I'm very excited to get back into that world. Then we take a break for news, and we get back after that. We talk about Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world, but we'll be specifically talking about the coronavirus and how it is affecting the technology industry, about some few closings that have happened, and also a very interesting story about how what was to become one of the biggest apps of the year might be in jeopardy now because of this and because of legal issues. And then we end the show with the top five list of the week. I have a lot of stuff. I have a trailer, 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 viral video, and Jeopardy that made me angry. I know. You're going to have to wait and see. It, I think it will make us all mad as fellow geeks. But let's get straight into the news. And first, we have to talk about one of my favorite things in the world because I collect them, I build them, and then I drop them and they shatter everywhere. Legos. And they are partnering up with a video game company. Not Microsoft, not Sony, no one even more awesome. Nintendo. Nintendo has announced today with a partnership with Lego that they are releasing a Super Mario-themed set of Legos. And this one is so unique. So it's not like the typical minifigure, which you could probably hold in your fingers. This is a uh, a full-sized Mario, and it's a, a blocky Mario, big though. And it can fit in the palm of your hands, and it's electronic. By connecting the Mario character with uh, your Legos via Bluetooth, which, first of all, is insane that we're getting to that level. But you're going to be able to create Mario levels with Legos, and then you can play with the Mario on levels. It's really hard to explain, and the video shows it off perfectly, but, of course, we're on radio, so you can't show it off. Uh, but you're basically holding the Mario, and your kids can set up a course, use the Mario, moving it with your hand, jumping on creatures, and then you reach the end. You can fight bosses, and it's all connected through Bluetooth, and with that... Uh, the Mario itself can uh, record uh, how many coins you collect. Uh, it has a timer on it, sound effects. It's really, really cool. It's crazy how much Legos has advanced over the years. Uh, but it's coming out later this year. It's a partnership made in heaven. I love Legos and I love Nintendo. Will I buy one of each? Probably. 
Uh, next up in the world of hacking, more serious topic is that I always worry about hacking. I always talk about it on the show, how worried I am about being hacked by people and even by uh, just kids that are accidentally doing it or trying to show off to their friends and they don't understand uh, everything that can come out of it. And just recently, in fact, this week, uh, Congress set up for a report to be made and they came out saying, hey, we are very, very behind in the world of technology and hacking. We need to start moving faster and harder if we want to protect ourselves. And I know all the talk right now is about the coronavirus, and I totally get that. But we also need to be – we can multitask. We also need to be protecting ourselves. The government is always behind in laws and rules and regulations when it comes to technology. And I get that. Uh, sadly, most uh, congressmen, I don't think, could even uh, understand how to connect a computer to a printer – and I get that, but uh, I would hope that they could work with experts to uh, increase our security abilities. What's ironic is that um, the problem is is that the government doesn't pay enough. Uh, big corporations want the best security, which makes sense, and they have money to back it up. So a lot of the highest paid jobs for the smartest people are with corporations. So I hope this report is enough of a push, but the fact that I haven't really been seeing it at all in the news worries me. But we have to keep an eye on our hacking abilities as a country to defend ourselves because it will only get worse as we get more and more connected to the world. I mean, if you have a phone, congratulations, you have a microphone attached to you 24-7 every day and a camera, too, on your phone. We don't want people hacking our infrastructure. That would be really, really bad and very, very scary. Uh, next up is fossils. And I know what you're saying, Corey, what the heck are you talking about fossils for? Well, there was an interesting thing that came out uh, just recently. In fact, I think it was, th yeah, the Thursday, uh, that they have recently discovered the world's smallest dinosaur via a fossil. And it is a bird, and it looks, it's about the size of a hummingbird. But the freaky part about it is, besides the fact that it is a 99 million, million year old uh, fossil, is that it is a bird with a beak and it has a tooth in it, and that freaks me out. I don't know why it freaks me out, probably because I've never seen anything like that before in my life, but that is freaky and I don't want it. No, thank you. <laughs> that it's stuff, it's stories like that, and we've done stories about giant penguins before that they found uh, fossils for, but it's stuff like that that tells me, you know what, I don't want a Jurassic Park situation where we recreate these dinosaurs and make them real. I don't want birds flying around that have teeth. That sounds horrifying. <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh, let's head over to Disney World. Disney is doing some interesting things, uh, just touching lightly on the coronavirus. Uh, we have several Disney parks around the world. I know most of them, I think, in outside of the United States are currently closed due to the coronavirus. And there's a lot of rumors that that might happen in the next week or so uh, in the United States. We'll have to wait and see, but... Uh, one of the things that concerns a lot of people is that Disney just this week announced uh, announced a date for the release of their new uh, branch of theme parks at Disneyland in California, and it was the Marvel Campus. So kind of like the Star Wars world, it will be its own side area that you can go in. Uh, they were talking about uh, Spider-Man's going to be there flying around with this robot. You'll, there will actually be a Spider-Man flying around the park and it was all done through a robot, and it looks really, really cool. Uh, they are also having a ride that involves kids shooting out spider webs at machines. 
Um, there is a Guardians of the Galaxy ride and a Captain America one that they're working on. Uh, but we don't know if that's going to open just because they, they, they said the release date is in July. But as we get closer and closer, all these things are shutting down. It might push the release date even further if this coronavirus affects theme parks. We'll have to wait and see on that. But the reason I bring up this Disneyland is because specifically, specifically, and it makes me so excited because it's so it's such a brilliant idea, uh, they're restaurants. And I know, Corey, why are we talking about fast food at a theme park? Well, this one is so cool. So one of their restaurant areas is designed based off of the movie Ant-Man and Wasp, and they are going with the theme of big and small. So they have radically big foods and radically small foods, and it's so cool. Uh, one of the big ones is the the big pretzel, and just based on the picture, it looks huge. They didn't have an actual hand there to see, but it looks crazy big. They have this big meatball that you can get in a big, I mean, huge chicken sandwich. I love that aspect because that's what Ant-Man was. It was about growing big and growing small, and you you did it in the movies via throwing this silver little disc. Whenever it hit something, depending on the one you threw, the object would grow big like a salt shaker or grow small like a person or a car. And what I just love the little details about uh, what Disney does when it makes these parks. And the little details was every one of the food has one of those discs attached to it. Just a plastic little disc. But just the creativity behind that is really, really cool. So if you like Disney World, I really want to go back out there. I haven't gone out there in a long time, but I really want to go to the Star Wars World. They have a place where you can build your own lightsaber Super cool, and they're having a new interactive hotel that sounds awesome. Disney's doing some great things. If you don't know, Disney owns, I think, 70% of the film market. They own a huge percentage of the film industry right now when they bought uh, Fox. So they're going to keep growing. They're going to keep doing family-friendly stuff, and we'll have to wait and see where it goes in the long run. But definitely, definitely some cool, cool stuff coming out of there. Uh, let's hit some smaller news and then we'll take. Oh no, no! Before that, oh, what are you, what are you doing, Corey? We have to talk about the crazy item of the week. So, Dyson is a company that makes vacuum cleaners, and I think fans too, right? Yeah, fans too. They were teasing for the last couple of weeks a new product launch, and then they announced it finally this week. Can you guess what you can buy for five hundred dollars? A hair straightener. I am not joking. Dyson has announced a new product, and it is a $500 hair straightener. Now, I know zero about hair straighteners. I've never used one. I've never seen anyone who has used one before. Uh, but early reviews are saying that this is going to help people who have extremely hard issues with trying to straighten their hair. Reviews are good, but can we talk about that price tag, please? $500. For a hair straightener, you could buy, I think the PlayStation 4 is even cheaper now than $500. You could probably buy a PlayStation 4 and a couple games for $500. That is insane. I know Dyson is known for their quality. I've always wanted one of their vacuums just to say I've had one of their vacuums, but uh, $500 for a straightener, no thank you. Now we will hit the headlines. Lullaby. This one is just crazy. So Deadline has a word of a new movie called Lullaby. And I picked this out specifically for the plot. Okay, get ready for this because uh, this one's insane. It's going to be a horror movie. And the story concerns a new mother who accidentally summons a demon while putting her child to bed. What? 
Yes, I am not joking. The story is about a new mother who accidentally summons the demon Lilith. I apologize, I didn't give the demon a name. Uh, Summons a demon Lilith while putting her child to bed. I would love to know how one summons a demon while placing their child in their bed. We'll have to wait and see when that movie comes out, probably about a year from now. Uh, An interesting thing came out from comicbook.com. Now, What's weird about it is they put out a promotional poster for what they said is a leaked image for the next Jurassic World movie, along with the title. And what's weird about it is is that it looks unusually good. And by unusually good, I mean, like, uh, it's simple enough that it could pass off as being real. And that makes me think that it's not real, because no one else has this. It's just them who had it. And I don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if it turns out that that's true. But if you're curious, the new movie will be called Jurassic World Dominion. I don't know if that's real or not, but uh, this place was saying, hey, we got the first exclusive look. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier is a new series coming to Disney Plus only, the streaming service. And it will continue on right after the Avengers Endgame, where the Falcon and Winter Soldier work together. Uh, there were recently footage was screened at a Disney shareholders meeting and it leaked what was in it. So if you don't want to know, you can flip just for a second. I'm going to mention it. Then we'll move on. Uh, the scenes include Bucky visiting Baron Zemo in prison. Zemo, you might remember from Captain America Winter Soldier. He was the bad guy there. Uh, and then the biggest one is there was a rally introducing the new Captain America. And it didn't say if it was Falcon or Winter Soldier that's taking up the role or if it's somebody new just in general. So we'll have to wait and see uh, what comes out of that one. Uh, Staying in the Marvel land, we have uh, Vin Diesel recently revealed that some members of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie are set to make an appearance in Thor, Love and Thunder, which is the next Thor movie that involves Natalie Portman returning as the scientist, and she will become Thor somehow in the movie. It's based off a very popular comic book series um, where she became Thor instead of uh, the Thor as we know him. And finally, as I'm losing my breath here, um, this one I just had to talk about. So Jason Blum is a man who probably created most of the horror movies we see. If you ever see the logo Blumhouse, that is him. He recently confirmed that he's considering producing a movie version of a theme park attraction. So every Halloween at Universal Studios, there is a thing called Halloween Horror Nights. And it is a place where it's basically a bunch of haunted houses all spread out through the park. And they're all based on, like, movies and TV shows. The Walking Dead being a perfect example. You walk through, you see some of the characters, but then people are dressed up as zombies and they come out and get you. Uh, But according to Jason, he wants to make a movie version of Halloween Horror Nights. So we're going to make a movie about a theme park attraction about a movie and TV series. That's just weird for me, but hilarious at the same time. I'm still waiting for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie to be made. Five Nights at Freddy is a video game where it involves animatronics from, like, the old Chuck E. Cheese animatronics, and they come alive and they try to kill you. It looks really, really cool. I love the concept of it. I'd rather see that made into a movie than this. This just seems kind of boring. With that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, let's talk about the weekend. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. As always, I talked way, 
way, way too long in the last segment. So we got to speed through this as we head on down to Landmark Cinemas and talk about what the heck is out this weekend in the box office. And I got some a lot of things to say in a very little amount of time. Let's talk about the two big movies that are out this week. First up is Bloodshot, a new sci-fi Vin Diesel movie. It's getting terrible reviews. It's at 35% in Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, basically, the reviews are saying that it's okay. Two levels of it's garbage and trash. Don't ever see it. So it's a typical action sci-fi movie. If you like Vin Diesel, you'll probably go. If not, it's okay to skip it. The other one is the controversial film that everyone was talking about. Oh, this was going to release, but then the, the shootings happened last year, and then Donald Trump tweeted about it, and it's too violent for theaters, so they pulled it. And that is The Hunt, in which a bunch of conservatives are being hunted on an island by liberals. And apparently the movie is not what the trailer set out to be, and that was the point. It is a movie about disinformation and where we are in the political world right now. It's at 55% in Rotten Tomatoes. It really is a movie that you either like or you don't. And uh, I say that because reading some of the reviews, they're extremes on both ends. The people who liked it really liked it and loved the commentary. The people who hated it said it was pointless, dumb, and overly violent. Uh, lots of blood in it on both sides. They said that uh, some funny moments, but overall kind of a meh movie for most people. Uh, why I sped through that is because first, I don't think a lot of people are going to go see that, but also I want to talk a little bit. I know we'll talk in the next segment about the coronavirus a little more, but, um, I'm at rottentomatoes.com and I'm looking at coming soon to theaters and next week, March 20th is the release of a quiet place part two, except it's no longer because I record this earlier in the week and I just saw the news. It just popped up that they are dropping the release date for A Quiet Place Part 2 due to the coronavirus. And uh, the director said that he's not entirely sure when they're going to release the movie, but they're going to put it on hold for right now because he wants to see this movie with everyone. And this is becoming a really interesting trend. Uh, it is extremely expensive to market a movie. We talked about that last week with James Bond. James Bond was supposed to come out very soon, but then they pulled it, and you could see some of the marketing. We had all the trailers on TV, but the biggest example was uh, Daniel Craig was the host of SNL. He didn't do that for no reason. It was to promote James Bond. And uh, since last week when we talked about it, the report came out and said that it cost the studio $30 million. They lost all of that in marketing trying to get James Bond out, and now they're going to wait until October. And it's the same thing with this. A Quiet Place Part 2 has been promoting the heck out of it. Lots of trailers, lots of clips, lots of interviews. And now it's pulled indefinitely, and we don't know when it's going to come out. And my big thing, thinking about this, we also have Mulan coming out in two weeks, is what's going to happen to movie theaters? Are movies going to start being pulled out, and then we're going to have just an empty summer season of movies? I don't know. I don't have much time, so I got to wrap things up. But I am definitely going to keep an eye on this because it's an aspect that I didn't think about this week. I thought about the technology aspect of it. But with these movies pulling out and people not going to movie theaters, is that going to kill the movie theater industry? And maybe we'll move to an all digital platform? I, I don't know. It's, it really fascinates me because I haven't thought about that aspect. But uh, I will do some more uh, reading about it and keep you guys up to date with all the movie news uh, 
that comes out from all of this because the coronavirus, no matter what you think about it, is affecting us in places that you may not even realize yet. And this is being one of them. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How's everyone doing? This is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner. Now, normally, we sit and talk about the newest and latest in the technological world, but instead, we're going to be talking about the big elephant in the room in the technology world, because there's a lot of aspects to it, and that is the coronavirus. Now, I'm not here to play politics. We're not going to do that. We're not going to talk about the CDC and the scientists, which, sidebar, believe the scientists, okay? Above all, believe the science. Uh, but we're specifically going to be talking about technology and how this is affecting it because it's a huge, huge thing, especially in the video game world, which our first story comes from. So we had a bunch of uh, places that are canceling events or moving events. The biggest this week has to be uh, Coachella, which is a big music event and big pop culture event. I mean, everybody talks about it every year. And then uh, South by Southwest, which is a huge technology event. Uh, even the downtown Chicago St. Patty's Parade has been canceled due to the coronavirus. A lot of things are happening because of this. And uh, last week, specifically, I said my biggest worry was that E3, and E3 is the biggest video game convention of the year. It happens every summer. I was worried that they were going to be canceled. And it turns out this week they have officially announced it that they will not be having an E3 this year, not moving it canceling it altogether and what was interesting was a lot of the headlines just said uh e3 canceled due to the coronavirus but there's some behind the scene things that you should know about not that i'm saying that the coronavirus isn't that important because it is but there was also things that led to this and i'm my gut feeling says this might be be due to this cancellation might be the final nail in the coffin for e3 so earlier this year uh sony came out and they said uh, hey, we're not coming to E3 this year. Had nothing to do with the coronavirus. We haven't even heard of the coronavirus by that point. And they said, we're not coming there. We're doing our own thing. And they left. And they, E3 came out and said, okay, we're going to be changing it up. We're going to be working with a partner called I Am 8-Bit. And we're going to revamp E3 and make it more interactive and user-friendly and uh, sell it like crazy. Well, then, I think it was three weeks ago, I Am 8-Bit, the partner that they partnered up with, uh, Separated. They said due to creative differences, they are going to go their own ways. So E3 was kind of lost. And then on top of that, uh, last year there was a big hack at E3. And due to that, reporters' names, addresses, phone numbers were all released online, which is never good. So a lot of people were still mad about that. So you had a lot of negativity leading up to here, and a lot of people even thought that E3 was going to be terrible this year. But then the coronavirus came, and now they're going to cancel it altogether, which makes sense. They're in a hugely populated area filled with rooms and rooms of geeks and video game nerds. I get it, because you're locked in rooms this whole time. You're going to be stuck with people. You're not outside. And I get that. They also said that they are going to put on a digital event and showcase new stuff, which I think is really cool. I don't think E3 will be the ones uh, that put it together. But I like the idea of having press conferences online and then maybe instead of an event where you go and play these video games, maybe you can go download demos of these video games. I think that'll be cool, but it'll be very interesting to see how we move forward with all this, especially with E3, because once the coronavirus is a thing of the past, I don't know if E3 is going to come back after this, because that just looks like a big money loss for them. Uh, in the movie world, even, we have a lot of... Uh, 
movies that are being pushed their release dates due to the coronavirus. I know uh, James Bond is the biggest example. Uh, I spoke about it last week that I'm guessing they lost money because of the marketing. Marketing movies are expensive. And due to pushing it, they already lost $30 million, which is insane. That's how much money goes into marketing. Um, Continuing in the technological world and the coronavirus, let's talk about QB. QB is a new app that is coming out next month. Well, supposed to. But it's having some major problems. So QB is a... um, video service that you can watch on your phone vertically or sideways. And when you flip between vertical and sideways, the perspective changes. It's really cool. Definitely look it up online, Q-U-I-B-I. Fascinating piece of technology. But they've had some a, a very, very rough year. Um, they have partnered up with a ton of celebrities, a ton of directors to make videos. Oh, by the way, a quick sidebar, this is a subscription service. You can watch for free with ads. Or you can pay money to have no ads. But uh, anyway, they partnered up with a lot of famous people and directors and writers, and they have a ton of stuff they want to release day one to get that to continue and to have people join in. So they're kind of going to take on YouTube. And a lot of the press behind it has been really positive, a lot of cool things about it. And I, as of last week, I was going to say, this is the year of QB. You'll be hearing all about it. But they're having some issues. First, they were going to have this huge launch event this month. They were going to have famous celebrities there showing off their movies. It looked really cool. It sounded cool. They had to cancel it due to the coronavirus. Uh, And because of that, obviously, it's not going to get a lot of press. And they haven't announced what they're going to do yet. But that's not good when you're trying to launch something into the public eye. But then they were hit with something else this week. Not coronavirus related, but I have to bring this in. Uh, QB was accused of stealing its core turnstile technology, the ability to flip from long to uh, wide, uh, just weeks ahead of its launch. So it's supposed to launch next month when it has been struck by the coronavirus, and it's now been struck by this claim that three of the employees at QB used to work at a company called Echo, and they stole source code for the ability to turnstile videos. I just looked at the time, so we got to wrap up so I can get to the top five list of the week. But I think the overall message is is that we don't know yet how the coronavirus is going to affect the uh, technology world in general right now. It's going to be a watch and wait. But hopefully, just hopefully, this will all be soon a thing of the past and we can keep moving forward. But I have a feeling we haven't reached that peak just yet. But I will keep you guys updated every week on The Geek Show about how the coronavirus is affecting Uh, pop culture, and technology. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, if this is your first time, first of all, welcome to The Geek Show. It's a show where we take a break from all the news, all the yelling, all the screaming. But some sad news, this is the last part of the show. I know, I know, but I'm glad that you decided to stop by. This is a segment, one of my favorites, that we always do at the end of the show, called the Top 5 List of the Week. So I picked the top five pieces of audio that I found during the week that I think us geeks should be aware of. And, yeah, well, let's just get straight to it. And where do we start on a top five list? Is it number five? Yes, number five goes to one of the king powerhouses in the movie industry is Disney. So big that I have two Disney trailers this week. But this first one, 
I feel like is getting not very much attention because we had earlier this week on Monday, we had the big release for a trailer that we'll talk about in a little bit. But then we had this one that just kind of had a really quiet release on Tuesday. This is the trailer for Disney's Jungle Cruise. So what are you doing out here? There is a legend in the jungles of the Amazon of a tree that heals all. It could change the world. But if it gets into the wrong hands, it could awaken a great evil. I believe that the legend is real. Which it's not. And I'm going to find it. Which you want. And when I do, just imagine the lives that could be saved. Yeah, I'm going to stop it right there because from that point on, the trailer is basically a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. You know, your typical uh, people running from people, people screaming at each other, and even a pirate zombie type creature that looks literally, the bad guy looks like he was taken out directly from Pirates of the Caribbean and then dropped into this movie. So it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt, and it is basically a buddy-buddy comedy. You know, they're they're opposites at first, but then they become friends and maybe even lovers in the end. But uh, besides that, take that out, and you basically have another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And I know I'm ragging on Pirates of the Caribbean series a lot. I really liked the first three, then it kind of went off the deep end. But uh, what's surprising to me is how little hype they're doing for this, which makes me worried that maybe this movie isn't good. Disney is investing a lot of money into trailers, specifically for one that we'll talk about in a little bit. But the fact that they're, they they kind of just softly release this trailer, no big hype, no big social media uh, postings, it worries me just a little bit. But we'll have to wait and see. That movie comes out on July 24th later this year. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a documentary that's coming out to HBO really soon, in fact, next week. And I could not be more excited for it just because it hits that perfect mark of my curiosity of technology and information. This is After Truth, Disinformation and the Cost of Fake News. Mainstream media is operating in a propaganda-rich environment. There is an intentional deception on one side, and there is an honest, if imperfect, process of trying to get as near the truth as we can on the other. People are actually confusing real and fake news, especially if they see it online. The first example of Pizzagate is on a Reddit post. People become convinced that Kama Pizza is like this child rape dungeon. Somebody walking into a DC pizzeria with a rifle and firing it off. My staff go table to table, telling each table that they need to go. The customers are like, oh no, we're here to support you. No, you don't understand, there's a guy here with a gun. Looks like they have a rent-a-mob Soros bus here. How do you know that? I just saw it out the window. You Looks have like. no evidence to suggest that is a Soros mob bus. <laughs> then he goes and tweets it. Are we trending? That's the real question. Yeah, so that is the trailer, first of all, for a terribly named documentary, After Truth, Disinformation and the Cost of Fake News, coming out to HBO next week. And why I put it here is because I am a geek and nerd about... Uh, Things that involve why people do the things that they do. And what I find so fascinating is in this technological world, we have access to every piece of information out there. Yet it feels like the more information we get, the more we get lost in what's real and what's not. And it just fascinates me. And that, combined with the rise of social media, I am a big nerd of psychology and reading into this stuff. So... I really, really am looking forward to this. It looks like a fantastic documentary coming out next week. I hope people give it a chance. I know the political storm we're in 
people might watch it and just say, oh, this is obviously a left-leaning uh, documentary or a right-leaning documentary. Either way, definitely worth a watch when it comes out next week. Number three. Number three. Yes, number three goes to one that just breaks my heart because I know the answer to all these. But this is from Jeopardy last week. I couldn't play it because we w- didn't have a full show. But this is from Jeopardy, and the uh, the topic was X-Men Young and Not as Young. So I want you to listen to the comments and let me know how many you got right also because I was able to get all five. Not that I'm showing off or anything. X-Men, young and not as young. Um, X-Men, 200. Hirsute James McAvoy and not as hirsute Patrick Stewart. Mandy. Who is uh, Professor... Oh, oh, no, sorry, too much time. Bruce or Aaron? Aaron. Who is Professor X? Professor X, yes, Charles Xavier. 400. Hugh Jackman in 2000. And Hugh Jackman in 2017. Bruce. Who's Wolverine? Yep. Um, X-Men 600. Nicholas Holt and Kelsey Grammer talked till they were blue in the face. What is Beast? Bruce. Um, eight. Michael Fassbender and Ian McKellen. Who is Magneto? Mandy. Who is Magneto? Yes, and now the last clue. Sophie Turner and Famke Jensen. Who is Jane Grey? How did they not know who Professor Xavier was? Like, even the last guy, he's like, uh, Professor X? How did you not know Xavier? And Jean Grey at the end and Beast? Oh, that that made me frustrated, but also it is nice refresher every once in a while to see videos like this. We did one of Jeopardy with Pokemon and one with a video game topic, and it's a nice refresher to say, hey, Corey, not everybody is as deep into the video game and geek world and culture as you are. So it's a nice refresher to say, ah, I shouldn't walk up to people and just start spouting off X-Men characters and just assuming that they know. But it was still incredibly frustrating. I don't know about you, but I was able to get all five of them. Not that I'm showing off or anything. I'm just the geek master here. But uh, yeah, I love clips like that i think if they ever have a pop culture focused jeopardy episode that i need to be on there sign me up right away please let's make that happen number two number two goes to the powerhouse that is disney they released a trailer for the next marvel film they released it on monday and put this down in our record books we have the obviously the big tome that is the geek show record book and write it down this will probably be the third marvel movie that i will skip in theaters i know This is the trailer for Black Widow. Before I was an Avenger, I made mistakes. And a lot of enemies. He's called Science Taskmaster. He controls the Red Room. They're manipulated, fully conscious, but no choices. Okay, so yeah, that is the trailer for Black Widow. And here's the thing. I I said earlier that I'm probably going to skip it, and here's why. It just does not look interesting. It's hard for me to uh, get interested in this movie just because in the last Avengers movie, we had a nice final wrap-up with uh, the character Black Widow, and now they're kind of telling her origin story, and I I don't think we really need what I, I really like the mystery factor of her. And also just knowing that this won't have a big impact of the future, I'm just not really excited. And honestly, I've been talking to a lot of people. They aren't excited either. So it has me just a little worried. I talked about this since the beginning of The Geek Show in its creation three years ago. 
that uh, one of my biggest worries with Disney is that they keep pumping out movies over and over and over. And I was worried if we're ever going to get to a point where we have superhero syndrome and we're just tired of seeing superhero movies. And I don't know if that's maybe what's affecting me right now or if it just is is set up to be a bad movie based on the trailers. But I'm a little tired of superheroes and the fact that she doesn't even have any powers or anything and this won't have any overarching effects of the future of Marvel movies, I'm really not that interested. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Black Widow comes out on May 1st, just a couple months. Here's number one. Number one. Number one goes to a video that is slowly becoming very, very viral. Uh, I saw it earlier this week. It was a video that came back. It was recorded in November of last year, but it's finally gotten some traction, and it's getting uh, picked up by various people online and being shared. And I have to share viral videos, and not only that, but I have to share just honest-to-good messages. So to set this up, it is a boy talking to his mom in the car. The boy, while at school, was passing around money that he had, and this is his conversation he had with his mom when she was saying why. You know how you how you got family, and that make you more happy? Yes. And, 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 you, don't, and, 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 and you don't have to be happy about money? Okay. Well, you don't have to be hype about money. You do not need money in life. You 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 have, you need money when you grow up, cause you gonna have you gonna have kids. You gonna have a you gonna have you gonna have, you gonna you gonna need bills to pay all it. And and first of all, you gonna have a child. James. So really, you don't need money. James. So it is a joke to you. No. No, it's not a joke. Why would I think it's a joke? Because it looks like you got a smirk on your face. You won't go to school and pass out money like you're a godfather. That's not what I send you to school for. No. I know that, Mama. I know that. But it's more just like about getting money. You don't understand. Okay, I have so many things I want to say to this uh, about this video. First of all, props to the mom driving. What I give mad respects for her is is it, it's so easy for parents to say, and look, I'm not a parent, so I'm not trying to judge people, but I just respect it. In that she wasn't saying to the kid, like, it's my way, that's why, or that's the reason why, it doesn't matter why, uh, just do what I say. Instead, she actually questioned him and talked to him about it as an adult on an even playing field. And I, I really like that and respect that as a parent to do that. Uh, but the second thing is, can this kid be, is he like the next coming of Buddha here or something? You don't need money to be happy. Family is what brings you happiness, friends. Obviously, you need a job to pay the bills, but money itself does not bring you happiness. That kid deserves the Geek Show number one spot, without a doubt. Good job for him. Hopefully, that video keeps blowing up. And uh, remember, if you do, if it does catch on and blow up, remember you heard it here first on the Geek Show. Because I love it when I can find videos right before it explodes on social media. And I love being the first to do it. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. Have a fantastic weekend. Go do something fun. We are just about to enter the movie season of the year as we start to get closer and closer to May. All the big blockbuster seasons. Which, you know what? Maybe in the next couple weeks, I'll go over what we'll be looking for this season.